We're continuing the Shir in Ishtapras Nefesh. We're up to Perik Memtes, Paragraph Memtes, and this will be things that come from Likutei Eitzos, Likutei Moran, the first half of Likutei Moran, related to the topic of Tefillah and Espiritus. This Paragraph Memtes is based on the second chapter of Likutei Moran. Rabbein Azal says they are Iker Kleizayin Shalish HaYisrael Hu HaTefillah. The main weapon of a Jew is Tefillah. Interesting. And all the battles that a person has to try to win. Whether it's the battle against his Yetzirah, or other battles that a person is fighting, with obstacles or people that oppose him, from coming close to Hashem, or other things like that, hakoil al yedei tefillah. Everything can be can be accomplished through tefillah, umishom kol chiyusoi. And that's where a person should be getting all of his chiyas, via tefillah. Interesting to note that in the Likutei Moran, the wording is, Iker kleizayin shel moshiach, is tefillah. And Rabbein Ezzel proves it there from different psukim and gemaras, etc., Rav Nosenzal, in, in Kitzer Likutei Moran, makes a change, which is extremely rare, you know, very rare that he should change the words of Rav Nosenzal, but obviously he did it understanding what Rav Nosenzal was teaching. And he writes there that Iker Kleizayin Shel Isha Yisraeli is tefillah. Alkain, therefore, Mi Sheroitza Lizko Yisleikidushas Yisrael Be'emes, a person who wants to be a real religious Jew, has to has to spend a lot of time and effort in tfila bakosha speaking to Hashem in his own words because this is the main weapon by which a person can win the battle I once had the schus maybe 35 years ago, hearing from one of the Zekenim of Breslov, Rabbi Yechaim that whenever Rabbi Nezla uses the word Ikar, he's making it clear that there a soldier goes out to battle. He's got a few weapons with him. He's got a, a knife, a gun, a grenade. and But each soldier knows which is his main weapon, the most important weapon, the one that he prefers the most and the one that he relies on the most. Here, Rabbi Nezal says, Iker Kleizayim, he means that this is the, the, we know there's Torah, there's other things, but the Iker Kleizayim is Tefillah. Because this is the main weapon through which a person can win the, the battle and the war. Now, the author of Ishtab Chsanefesh adds a piece here, Va'ayin b'sefer alam letrufa mimoreinu Rav Rav Take a look in the Sefer Alam Litrufa, the letters that Rav Nosenzal writes to his son and to other people. Mechtav Kuf Yud Zayin. Shekosav Shom, that he writes there. Asher kol loshen veloshen hakodoy shal Rabbeinazal, shemazkir eitzel kol dovar, yesh loy koyach meyuchod looirer ulechazek levish Yisraeli lasik bozeh. That the way Rabbeinazal speaks about a topic, the wording that he uses about the topic, very often that itself can inspire the person and encourage the person to take it seriously and to really do it well. 
a person who, who takes a look carefully at these words, that his, the most important weapon that he has is that it's hearing those words gives a person new inspiration to want to do it. Because the person will think to himself, even if I don't have the power to do milchama, like like sorim, like a major, you know, like a general or anything, but at least I can be like a soldier, a simple soldier, who also takes weapons from the from the house of the king. And also has to learn how to go out to battle on a daily basis. But all of it is based on the, the king, the power of the king, and the, the generals and everything, the leaders, that teach him, that teach him how to do battle and teach him what his position is. And regardless, I know that the battle is a long one, and a difficult one. It's a long struggle and difficult. And I don't have any other weapons other than the little bit of dibor that I have, that I'm able to talk to Hashem, I'm able to be mispalel. And even that is only with Hashem's help, Hashem's incredible help, when I'm zuchet to get that help. Ayin Shom, look at that letter, letter Kuf Yud Zayin, where Abnusen Zal speaks about this. Ve'im ho'odo marbe betfila v'spoededus yomim v'shonim harbe v'yafal pikein huroya b'yatzmoi shadayin hurocho itmoid me'ashim isporach. And even if a person is is doing a lot of tefila and ispoededus for days and years, many years, and it seems to him as if he's still very far from Hashem, and it looks to him as if Hashem is Hashem is not looking at him, Hashem is ignoring him. The person shouldn't make the mistake, Hashem, of thinking that Hashem is not listening to his tefillah at all. But rather, a Jew has to believe that Hashem listens very carefully to every single word of tefillah and bakosha that a person says. Not a single word goes lost. Interesting on this, on this, these last words. There's a very famous statement in the Zohar Kodesh, where the Zohar Kodesh says, "Less reuso tavo de is avid." There isn't even a rotzain toiv that goes lost when a Jew is is going about his business during the day, and for a moment, a fleeting moment, a person has a thought, "Boy, I, I can't wait to get home to to learn or to daven or to or I I hope I'll have a chance to do this in this mitzvah, something like that." The, the the desire alone, the fact that the person has that rotzain toiv, even if the person didn't get to do it at all, the Zohar Kodesh says that does not go lost. So Rav Nosenzal writes in a few places in the Kutelochus, imagine if the Zohar Kodesh says that a rotzain toiv doesn't go lost, 
imagine how much more so a dibur. If a person is zeched to express that rotzen toiv in dibur, to say, Hashem, I want to be good, I want to be better, I want to improve, I want to do the right thing, that for sure doesn't go lost. Rakol dibur v'dibur oiseh roishem lamalo ma'at. But rather, each and every single dibur that a person speaks makes an imprint in Shamayim, a little bit. It, it, it makes a dent. And it activates Hashem's Rachmanus all the time. It's just that the person did not yet complete the Binyan of Kedusha that he has to go into. And if the person will be able to hold out and persist, so after many days and years, if he won't be a fool, and he won't allow himself to give up and to get down, he'll keep at it and he'll keep davening again and again. He'll be stubborn and persistent and keeping mispal again and again. Then through the, after the many tefillos, Hashem's Rachmonis will definitely be turned on until Till Hashem will turn to him, the Yoyer Loiponov, and Hashem will show him the Oyer Haponim, a lichtig upon him. And Hashem will fulfill what the person wants with the help of the great Sadikim. And Hashem will be Makar of the person with tremendous Rachmonis. And even if, at times, the person is zoiche to a Yeshua, a certain Yeshua, or he is zoiche that Hashem does bring him close, the person should not take personal credit for it. He shouldn't say, I was mispalel and Hashem answered my tefillah. He should try to avoid that. You know, it's giving himself the credit that it was my, my, this, I gave this to Tzedakah, and that's why Hashem gave me this and this. Ki kol toivim because even our ma'isim toivim, or our tefillah, is also from Hashem. That's also a gift from Hashem. Kemayisham razal, as the Gemara says, as the Medrash says, I'm sorry, Vayikor Rabba, al posuk mi higdimani va'ashalim, Hashem says, which person preceded me and I'll pay him? Tell me which person beat me to the punch and I'll pay him. Me osoli mezuzah terem shenasati loibayis. Which person put up a mezuzah before I gave him a house? So in other words, the, the Medrash is saying that over there to point out that a Jew can never feel like I did something for Hashem. I gave this to Hashem. I, I gave Meiser. I gave $10,000 Meiser. Hashem gave you $100,000. What are you talking about? And were it not for Hashem's great kindness and generosity, we would have drowned a long time ago. Now, he's telling us that even though a person's supposed to put as much energy and pass and effort into serving Hashem, to give it everything he has, when he does experience the Yeshua, 
to try to avoid giving himself the credit for it, you know, but rather to say, Baruch Hashem, Hashem was good to me, Hashem showed me tremendous chesed in giving me this. Not, not implying sekumtmir, you know, Hashem had to give it to me because I asked him a hundred times, so of course he had to give it to me. But always to, to feel that everything that Hashem does do for me is a tremendous act of chesed, kindness, and that it's chesed chinam, it's not, it's something that's undeserved. I don't really deserve, and Hashem is much better to me, Hashem does much more for me than what I deserve. This, you know, a binyan de gdusha, you know, here again, a person has to think, people that build a house, know that from the time that you start planning it, Till you finish the architectural plans, till you get the permits, till they actually start digging out the foundation, till you see anything. A person, a person who's not, not a, a child watches this and says a person has to be totally crazy to do this. Which person would undertake such a thing that you, you have to spend weeks and weeks just to, to make the picture of it, which is nothing. You can't live in the picture. You can't live in the architectural plans. So which idiot would go do such a thing? But a person gets older, a little more intelligent, they understand that, that that's the way. That's the way major, major things are accomplished. It's not bim-bam. It doesn't happen in 30 seconds. It's weeks or months of planning and, and conversations, how much talking, how much debor there has to be until the plans get done, until the permits get done, until they start digging out the foundation, until, until, until finally people are able to move in, to get the keys to the apartment and move in with the keys to the offices. And Lahavdil, when a person wants to build Baruchnius, they need to know also that, that they have to have patience. Rav Nosanzal uses this word, these, this wording very, you know, often. A person has to be prepared for the long haul, to know that it's not fast food, that it takes a certain maturity and serious commitment for a person to keep keep going and going in order to complete the project, whatever the thing is that they want to be mis- that they're being mispowered for. Same thing with with pregnancy. We know the first three months or so usually. You don't even see anything, don't see anything. And sometimes the woman herself doesn't know that she's pregnant until she's a few weeks into it, or in some cases even a few months. And, and here we have the most complicated thing imaginable being created, a human being. And this is the way it goes. We don't, you don't see the results right away. It takes months and months and waiting and waiting until...